So welcome to Healers Around the Campfire. This is a series of 12 sittings in Sacred Circle around the quantum fire. You are asked to sit with us to offer whatever it is that you want to transform within yourself, to offer that which doesn't serve you or the collective into the fire for it to be transformed. You're asked to come with an open heart. It's a space for you to be yourself, to take a pause. We are in a quantum space. So this exists in its own, its own space beyond time. And it's a resource for you. It's a resource for the community, the collective. Calling in the spirit of fire. To transform. To purify, to motivate us to action, to live from a space of deep wisdom, serving ourselves, our community, the collective. Calling in the spirit of water. The energy of movement and change, of nourishment. To acknowledge the ways that we can move and respond to what's coming up for us and for everyone. To move within our feminine energy heal calling in the spirit of the earth giving gratitude for holding us for nourishing us asking for forgiveness for any actions that have been out of harmony with the collective bringing a deep sense of safety, of being loved and held. Calling in the spirit of air, a deep sense of softness, inviting the winds of change Calling in all plant medicines, 
crystals and crystal beings, animal spirits, the wisdom of ancestors, calling in the wisdom and healing from all the healers of all time for them to join us in circle to hold space with us calling in any other benevolent energy that chooses to be and hold space to nurture to nourish this circle so much gratitude for all the energy coming in just taking a few deep breaths you are with us in circle circle is now open and you are joined by me Kamala K. Brown and Juan Reynoso Whitebook and we are the first healers around in physical form around this campfire We made it. <laughs> we made it. We're here. <laughs> we are here. Oh, I'm so grateful. This was beautiful. This is beautiful. Thank you for opening this space, sister, in such a reverent, honorable, and just grounded and just centered movement. I, I, I feel very peaceful and I'm just very humbled and honored to be on this journey with you and just for this extension and invitation to just know you. Um, so thank you. This is this is definitely a treat. and I'm super excited to, to see what we have today, what the universe and what energy is asking of us today. Yeah, no, it's so amazing to just sit in circle with you. Really? I'm, I'm literally in a, in a little cubby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in a little, little tent space. It's quite, um, it's... It's cozy, it's quaint. It is, <laughs> it is. So it's, that's, um, we're both, um, we're in different parts of the world. So, yes. so I, I, I'm in England, in the UK. Right, nine hours, right? I think, what time is it there? It is now 4.30 uh, p.m., Okay, and it's 8.30 a.m. here in California. I'm actually in San Diego, um, living on my, well, actually, Kumeyaay territory. I always love to start with uh, reverencing the first people of the land. So uh, here in my home territory, Kumeyaay Nation, uh, San Diego County, um, and it's 8.30 a.m. here. So it's a beautiful start to the morning to set intention and to hold um, this quantum fire space with you. So I love it. 
so with the quantum the quantum fire there was something really coming up about just fire and how primordial it is to sit round a campfire and really getting to know the humans yeah behind the healer i think that's where it really that's where it started this idea started was being able to share my story but not for it to be all about you know this is what i do in healing but actually this is me as a human and this is all about courage and vulnerable vulnerability for me just being able to sit and speak in a way that isn't um that just feels more human mm-hmm. you know um it just feels very human to kind of um just feel really relaxed around the space and to listen to to sit around a fire with someone that just feels really nice to do it in in this way <laughs> it's very different and it feels like home right like like safe it feels very um a, a welcoming and like you you said the human it feels very it's humanistic it is just holding space breaking bread however you phrase it i think it's just sharing community and just being with one another um and our audience and these listeners and other healers around the world um just being there for one another and just having that reverent quiet time and just kind of um reciprocal exchange which i love i think it's just the essence of fire just brings that um my gosh i think about campfires i i I, some of my best moments in my life have been shared around a campfire with family with friends chosen family um myself has been some of the most revealing moments to sit Mm. in fire and sacred space with with my own shadow and me and whomever else likes to join me in those moments yeah but um yeah so i i'm I'm just again super grateful that you that you've come to terms and created this beautiful space and that you are moving in courage to keep moving this because this isn't this is incredible it feels it feels really um it feels really guided i mean we've guided to do on the new moons you know Mm -hmm. the dark moon and because that's that sense of the sense of emptiness which and there's a lot of beauty in that emptiness as well and that's really the invitation for everyone you know the sound of the sacred fire will be like throughout the whole of this session and you know when you sit in circle around a fire and people sometimes generally a lot of times people don't speak because they're just watching the fire you know and you're kind of having your own communion with the fire and everyone who listens in on these kind of circles is welcome to to offer whatever they want to into the fire you know offering their prayers whatever they want to release 
So allowing the fire and the sound and our intention to to really be a resource. And I just find part of sitting around a campfire is stories, isn't it? <laughs> and that's why when I was tuning into um, healers around the campfire, in fact, originally there was a kind of healers around what? And then when we had like water cooler. Do you remember that? Thinking <laughs> uh, <laughs> of the name. Yeah. It's, it's like around the water cooler. That's, that's quite cool as well. But then it just didn't feel sacred enough. <laughs> you know, it just felt too kind of like quick. And then it kind of developed, which is really lovely to kind of settle on. Yeah, this feels really solid. This is it. Right? Yeah. This is it. Yeah, this feels really Absolutely. solid. Around <laughs> the water cooler. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Someone's going to do that. Like, Someone's going to do that now. You know that. <laughs> well, I think at one point we're like, this reminds us of like, what is it? That Will and Grace show, you know, yeah. where, where they used to, Karen and Jack, the two main, you know, kind of <laughs> other prominent characters would just kind of, you know, riff with one another and just talk, you know, shoot, talk shop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think one of the other ones was Seinfeld. It is um, healers getting coffee. I couldn't figure it out. (laughs) I couldn't figure out like how that would go. But it was that kind of feel. It's the feel of it, isn't it? It's like, because you get to know the person behind it all. And I think that was the intention. We finally settled here. We have arrived. And Mm. obviously the, the, the sound of the fire is is just really important to bring us all together. So we're sitting in circle and just imagining us all sitting around this fire and creating the fire itself has been, um, I just didn't know when I was going to do do that. So I was waiting for instructions. And it's never like, um, I never hear an actual voice of like now you make the fire <laughs> you know it doesn't come like that you know it's like yeah, okay yeah no it's like i always sometimes think that's how it should be you know like i'm gonna hear these like real instructions or i'm gonna get some sort of a letter and it's gonna say your first challenge Dear is Kamala. yeah no it's never like that so what it was is um it was i knew i knew i wanted to make the fire and make it into a ceremony and record that so that was a given but I wasn't sure when and it really came on a I woke up it was New Year's Day so I woke up and you have to wait for the right conditions as well like the wind make sure it's not raining we're in England so we're in winter so, so it's been raining here for two weeks really unusual for, for San Diego County yes oh, uh, wow. actually yesterday was Yesterday was the first day where it was actually no rain, mm-hmm. um, which we do need the rain. Our, our our plant relatives definitely are enjoying this. Um, but yes, it was it was it's been so wet. So yesterday was the first day where it was actually sunny in almost two weeks. Okay, gosh. So so deciding to to um, do the fire was I woke up by fireworks because it was New Year's. Mm-hmm. And oh. Yeah, so that's what it was. Because I went to sleep at nine o'clock. <laughs> you, you, I'm proper. Partied hard. Huh? I know. <laughs> I'm such a grandma. <laughs> Just like, I know that I can party for about three hours, but it started at six. <laughs> so that was it. 
<laughs> so that's what happened. So I kind of um, I woke up, and then we've got dogs, and they were like barking at the fireworks. And um, so I thought, I just felt like this is it now. Just let everything settle down and get up soon. And so it's past the middle of the night, and I know everything how I wanted to set it up and where I'm going to do it. And um, and then I just started collecting everything and just moving into that space and just being guided so just like beginning with just like building that fire and what I was using was um, herbs that my brother had collected out in the deserts in America Um, he was very much into really understanding like the medicine of different plants and doing it in a really in, in right relationship so I know that everything I remember him telling me you know if you if you do take um, you know you talk to the plant and you take you know whatever you can but you leave it so that it can continue to grow you don't completely take everything and it's about the whole plant and so I remember him saying all of that and when he um, so he passed away in 2019 and I have like all of these different herbs and jars that he's kept and I was like, this isn't really like totally my bag. It's like I'm very much more into like crystals and sound. And even though I do connect with them, how much you know, I'm kind of like been afraid to touch them because I don't want to mess with them or get it wrong. Or, you know, this kind of sense of, oh, I just want to get, I just want to really honor it. But I knew that with these needs to go into the fire. Like a long time ago, I knew I, I knew I had to burn them, I, uh, but and I, in my head it was like, you're going to go and burn all the stuff he collected, you know. And I thought it's not the right time. And again, it's not instruction; it's being just knowing, so like like waking up and knowing, this isn't that. It's going to you're going to do it now, or the herbs they're going to go in in the fire. So I've kept some, and the, the smells like there was desert lavender, there was purple sage, I think it's bobacina. I don't know if I've said that right. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. there's mm-hmm. the bark of that. And I put frankincense and um, patchouli, so like the resin of those. Um, loads of fern medicine, loads of other kind of tinctures. Mm. And I've written a li- list of them, actually. But it was how they were all asked to be put in as well. It's how they like really directed it. And then recording that recording the sound of of the fire really starting off with just evoking the, the spirit of the fire so it was just a really beautiful space for me and just recording it and I mean we were talking earlier about the sound of that fire because it's such it was done with a real deep sense of sacredness that it would really it's a resource for the collective you know so much other energy was called in. I mean, I called in, and it, loads of, <laughs> lots of energy wanted to come in, you know. So we had ascended masters, we had plant medicine, we had all the crystals. I mean, I, I've written it down, and I probably will put it as an adage as to everything that you know, all the energies, different goddesses. It was a lot, and really just, it's like the earth was calling out and saying, right through you let's do this it just felt like that it really felt like wow like and then there's there's this real sense of gosh there's um 
this is it just feels really big mm-hmm. you know it just felt really really big in creating this space and not even knowing I think that's one of the things you just you don't know what's going to happen you just know you've got to do it mm-hmm. you're just called just yeah it. it's a calling yeah. I think what's really uh, I'm loving hearing this is just and what there's this, this word that just keeps coming up and it's just this this surrendering mm-hmm. surrendering to the process and even process sounds very analytical and methodical and it's but it's not our process I think what's what is beautiful about this is you said they almost they called themselves in yeah you know and 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 it's I think what is beautiful in these spaces is recognizing that you know we as humans you know we walk these these planes in, in this physical form um but we are beyond that you know we are the we are the integration of the quantum realm of the cellular level of the water of the memory of everything that existed before we were even within time. And I think oftentimes in this social context, we're so ready to just move within our physical capacity and, and, and our logic brain, you know, this conscious memory of how we should be responding or what we should be doing. Or um, even in you welcoming and, and setting the fire space, creating that, I mean, the intentionality is, is so prominent in that, but it was so intentional that you got out of the way. Like you yeah. allow, it, it allowed other energies and spirits and guides, and it's a universal kind of, it's a quantum collective. I think what's so awesome about this is there is just this sense of unity, and regardless of mm. whoever is listening and whoever may be tuning in and and which faiths you come from or whether they're they're secular or they're you know whether they're maybe they're organized religion maybe they're not whatever it is wherever you come from in your journey you're still welcome here like it goes beyond a a book of order or a book of rules it's it's beyond every one of us and i think that is what this is it's just so inclusive because you have opened a space where everything is within everything is what is you know that that expression i am that i am like yeah it just is and uh, i think it's incredible i love it it feels kind of like i just had this like this image like um i've created a, a fire and like everyone's welcome at my fire you know come just come and sit in this space they're welcome to to warm themselves and be to 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 sit with us i mean the the whole the whole the space is sacred it's a benevolent space so there really is this yeah it's quite nice could you imagine like you know it's kind of cold out there and someone's on their journey from wherever and they're like can i just come and sit by your fire to warm myself for a while (laughs) it's like yeah come and join it we'll we'll move over just like grab a log and come and sit (laughs) sit sit with us it's um can I? I want to share this really quickly. I was recently in. Um, I don't know if you've been to the been to the states, but I was in Utah, and there's this beautiful. It's one of my most magical places I've ever been to. And it's, it's called Zion Zion National mm. Park, um, and it is in a Paiute Ute, Northern Ute Territory. Um, and there's just this commanding presence of just reverence and just almost like this. I, I didn't even know the word. I don't want to use the word eerie, but it, it's it is so transcendent when you are in this space. It's 
you know, you're surrounded by these huge, huge, huge mountains, um, you know, and you're kind of in these canyons where you just seem so small, where you are such mm-hmm. a small fragment of that energy in that space. And I went a couple months ago with my cousin Chuck, um, you know, and we just randomly do these trips where it's like, hey, let's just get in the car for a few days and let's just go do it. And, and we're very much just called to just go with really no plan. I was like, yeah, I got my tent, and it, I'm I'm literally feeling like I just got in my tent and drove out to Zion, uh, and we were there for three days. And while we were there, you know, one thing we forgot to do really was pack firewood. We figured, well, we'll just buy some up there because <laughs> yeah. that's what you do, right? Yeah. Um, so of course, to our great, you know, discovery, there wasn't really any firewood to be mm-hmm. bought, and so we're like, well, shoot, like it's freezing out here. Like, what are yeah. this is during the winter? Yeah. Uh, like, what are we? What are we going to be doing? Um, and so we were in a small little remote tent area with about six other spaced out little campsites. And they're very much like sparsed out. Like you can't just walk to one. And they have one community fire space. One. And it really is whoever just gets there is the luck of the person to, to own the fire, you know, to you <laughs> ownership. I love that. <laughs> and um, so Chuck and I were like, it was freezing. It was probably like, I mean, I, I'm, from Southern California. So freezing to me is anything below 50 degrees, but it was about <laughs> 25 degrees. Okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it was freezing for a Southern California person. Yeah. And there was this couple there and they were so welcoming. I mean, they just said, Hey, would you like to join us? You know, like that bring a log. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, we don't, we don't have a log to bring because we didn't have any wood. Yeah. So um, he had tons, you know, he had brought in a lot of resources and stuff. So, we're like, well, okay, well, we don't have firewood to bring, so what can we bring? And we're already like kind of yeah. a little panicked about that. And so we're like, well, let's, let's just bring some chocolate and some graham crackers and some, maybe they'll want a mm. s'more or something. Yeah. So we brought that and his his partner was just like, I haven't had one of these in so long. <laughs> um, they were from Europe, actually. They were from, um, from Sweden. Uh-huh. They were actually out in that area and they heard for visiting, uh, just backpacking through the States and uh, interesting because I've always wanted to backpack in Europe, but they were doing it here, <laughs> yeah. and um, it was it was just really cool. And so every night for those three nights, we broke bread and shared fire space with one another. Uh, we made dinner one night, which was really bizarre, like uh. with these random strangers I didn't know. And our very last night, um, a young uh, fellow from Germany was by himself trekking through Utah, and he happened to be in one of those camp spaces for the evening, and stumbled across the fire and it was just the four of us uh, you know the couple my, my cousin Chuck and I and, and our new friend or five of us can't add <laughs> and um, we just shared space and it was just just such a beautiful home away from home and it was such a humanistic experience that I think is so needed in in our modern time society where everything is so fast paced and everything is so urgent and um, we forget to drop in you know and when you when you opened the ceremony or the fire space, you talked about dropping in. And I, and I feel like that's really what it is. It's like slowing down for a second, just to check in with yourself and with whomever is in your capacity and your realm and just be you. Like there's no need to put on a mask or a front, just show up as you are. And I'm sitting here in my, my sweat shorts and a tank top and my makeshift <laughs> scent here, and I'm loving it. I just, I just showed up as I am. <laughs> I am. Um, 
I don't know what happened with me. I kind of like dressed my top half. And then oh, I kind of did the fight. And then I forgot, and I just left my pajamas on. I did this. I do this every time I speak to you. Don't I? I always got my pajamas on. I don't know. I'm why. starting to believe that pajamas are probably your main article. Do you know they're not? I, do you know like when you forget about clothes and then you find them? And I found these again, and then like now they're my best friend. <laughs> I'm oh, like a five year old who's just like found a favorite piece of clothing. And that's what it is. It's like, I only realized when I sat down, I thought, I'm wearing these again. Like, <laughs> I'm sure I did have the plan of like putting on some proper trousers for this. And I just totally <laughs> forgot <laughs> again. <laughs> and I did tell you the other day, I actually went for a walk with <laughs> with my dog. <laughs> with them on. I've got to that point now. So it's like, yeah. So really, this space is just come as you are. And just like you were saying with the story, it's there's something about fire isn't it there's just like it mm. just it it just brings people together like physically together mm-hmm. you know there's that focal point and and that's just it just feels good to, I just I just feels good to sit in circle with people especially like with everything that's been going on in the world and there's a, it's kind of there has been a sense of leading to more isolation you know, so it does feel good to to know. I mean, we're here now, um, but it would be nice to... I just It's kind of nice to think because we're in a quantum space that we have a lot of people joining us at different points in time and to join us in this bubble. Mm. And, that, and that feels really... Um, that feels really warming. It just feels really warming to do that. And I did want to say, because I'm... Um, just listening to the sound of the campfire is your crickets you know can you hear the crickets this is the the sound of the crickets that you sent over um that was quite an important part of like creating the soundtrack you know the actual it, it, it fused beautifully it really did I, it's, I, it's, it's given it like this sense of of depth and um you know like we were talking earlier about the the soundtrack and it being available so I'm guessing by the time this comes out it will be available and I was looking at the spirit of crickets because it's about luck as well they're really it's about abundance and and luck and it's just really lovely to have that with us around the fire right? yeah yeah to have all the crickets around so that's really really beautiful yeah <sighs> yeah and it's I'm glad and thank you for like tuning me back into it because you know, my, my, my brain, especially when I'm, like, within space with, with others, I, I really get, like, funneled in to, like, like conversation. Yeah. That it's almost like I get tuned out. And so it allowed me to be like, wow, well, hello, hello, relatives. You're, you're here with us in this space that I, you know, I kind of had this tunnel vision. And so you allowed me right now just to kind of, again, drop in and be yeah. like, oh, okay, this is, this is nice. I really, really appreciated that. Thank you. I need, I needed that little reminder. No, no, no. You're welcome. You know, I'm just going to kind of ramble in and keep bringing you back, and you'll do the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's, it's because it's just us two this time. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to, going to be interesting. So, like with the twelve sittings, is to invite a um, a different healer to come and join us in in circle. So that's the intention. Um, 
and for them to open space if they want to or we can and we'll just kind of swap it between ourselves but but if anyone really feels called to do that they are more than welcome to do that so we get a sense of just different people opening space you know I'm looking forward to, you know, the new moon, um, that shadow moon every month where we can be in this space and just kind of be in community. And I feel so, like earlier I mentioned, I just feel so safe. And I I do, I feel very, um, very at peace with where I am in this moment. Very, just very humbled and grateful like just to know you sister this is incredible like you too like even like how we even met honestly like that is like i mean a beautiful discovery and just kind of divine appointment i'd love to use that word divinity um Mm. because i think everything is just divinely appointed when we allow ourselves to get out of the way yeah i mean yes i mean i don't know like we just met right i mean yeah, we, we were on a work, like, how long, when was that, November? We were invited to be guest speakers oh. on Brother Kearney's, um, one of his um, workshops. Mm-hmm, and right. that was um, really an honor to, to, to do that. And But also, to I didn't really get to know you, but I just, it's like with all of, all of it, there wasn't a, it was like a calling, like there's like, oh, you need to work with him. Well, you need to speak with him. So I don't know why. So I turn up and I'm like, I don't know why like, I'm doing this. <laughs> so like, I don't come like this, like I'm a, yes, I have been told the instructions, so I must do that. It's never like that. And I'm like, really feel kind of like quite silly because I'm just waiting for instruction. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> I always feel quite silly. So and I want to talk like to you. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, okay, I need to, I know I'm going to do something and I need to kind of, I just felt actually, I just felt safe. I think that's what called to me. The, I felt safe and I was, I think it was really about me being able to tell my story without, in other words, how do I get comfortable with being vulnerable, you know, and how do I tell my story without it being the whole I'm telling my story you know that was the for me I, I just me personally I find that quite hard to talk about my self but once I get started I really you know I can talk then but <laughs> it's like when I'm starting out it's like it's I think it's integrating my story into what I do I think that's the that's where I was coming from and I was so honored that you kind of responded to the call and then kind of allowed I think I just needed permission Mm. I did I just needed permission to acknowledge my um my own story because that's the thing with with healers whether they call themselves healers healers or not because there are healers everywhere Mm. you know whether Mm -hmm. or not they call themselves you know healers um but when there's something so magical about acknowledging your story and that is how and that is what got you to where you are and what you're doing and I think that was so thank you so much for just allowing me to I think first of all just feel safe in just saying that I think that was it just being able to say like how do I do this and I'm scared because then I'm flawed 
I think that was it. That means I'm flawed. Like I'm supposed to be a healer, and and yet I'm kind of just navigating my own life, honoring my past, but not allowing that to be my current story. So there's a sense of acknowledging it, but not letting it. Um, reoccur again and again and again in my present even though it does show its face you know from time to time we get triggered or somehow a wave will just seem really big um but now we have the tools yeah so thank you <laughs> thank you I, I, oh, thank you i um I, it's just there's just so much and i and i think well, last week when we were talking um i think what's really i find really settling and very like personally like with you is just is just I feel like there's a lot I see of like myself in you and and, and where I am in my walk and my journey um, in terms of being courageous and stepping into um, bigger things you know things that have you know that divinity has always known has always had this integrated special plan and I kind of like wait you know like waiting around for the big booming voice to be like one it's me this is what you're <laughs> supposed to do and I'm like um you know and then more and more I'm like I'm reminded of that every single day you know creation uh you know in Kumiai we have a the, the creators Mayaha Mayaha's is is there always you know in utilizing people and energy and and, and plants and, and our animal relatives and, and every everything that we often overlook there's always these telltale signs, you know, this is where you should be going. Um, and I'm learning to, to stop being so skeptical. I think mm-hmm. for me, it's like, that's a big problem. It's like, how, how is this going to be received? You know, how is like my favorite thing last year was who the hell do I think I am to do this work? You know, or the, or why, why are they going to say that? You know, like, am I, do I have enough ancestral wisdom enough to jump into this call? Do I have, and I'm like, I have, I've always had enough. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's never going to be the exact words of my predecessor or the person before, you know, it's always going to, to be a little bit, it's going to be me. It's going to be what my experience comes through and what, what I have been told and what I've heard and what I know um, to be truth, you know? And, and that's just kind of where I'm learning to just kind of surrender to that. Um, yeah. And it's interesting because you mentioned something about like, you know, flawed, right? Like, Mm. I I think oftentimes we just, the more you are in healing spaces and you work with other people and you're, and you're holding this emotional uh, space for others. um, It's almost like we, we have more, at least for me, I feel more responsible. Like, oh, I I can't be doing this work if I'm, if I'm having this own struggle in my life or, Mm if I'm having this reoccurring um, kind of block, you know? And for me, it's like, personally, I feel like the more you are elevating in your life, the more you are going to be challenged because the more, the more resistance from other beings and other things are trying to, to silence your voice Mm -hmm. and trying to silence that truth. Um, And I used to always say my truth. I I often hear that in, 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 oh, speak your truth or speak, you know, they're speaking their truth. And, I'm learning to reclaim that word and just drop the my and be like, I'm speaking mm. truth mm. because it is what it is. You know, it, 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 and, and I'm, I'm, I'm 
it's freaking hard. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> but um, that is my word for the new year is surrender. And it just came through right now. I was, it was, I was waiting for a big universal sign to say, what is the word? Yeah. And um, it's weird because the last three years have been this, this movement upward. And when I hear the word surrender, it almost wants, I almost feel like it's telling me like, oh, you're, you're not quite there yet. You've mm-hmm. gotten in your way again. But I feel like we're always surrendering to something bigger than we are. And, you know, 2020, my word was thrive. And mm-hmm. 2021 was transcend. And so I'm thriving, I'm transcending, and now I'm surrendering. So mm-hmm. that is my word, I think, for 2022. That is it. That's- surrender. That's such a, it's such an interesting word because it has so many meanings as well for a lot of people, you know, like, like surrender can, you know, there's different ways it can mean giving up. So there's like the ego can get quite mm. worried. Mm. Like, what am I surrendering? There's like all these questions, you know, and then it's really good to, we're like, what I always find when I hear words I really like need to and so how does that feel in the body because I don't I don't know I don't know if my my brain has changed (laughs) over the last few years but I really find um, I need to understand how does that how does it feel in the body like if I'm surrendering like now if I really feel into that word well, the energy of it, there's like a real, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel it here. Yeah, yeah I feel I, so. I so like, yeah. yeah, in the solar plexus and yeah. in the low, like in the, and, and lower as well. There's a sense mm. of sighing out. feels as though I'm allowed to drop down and I'm safe if I do and in doing so then the action then arises yeah like mm-hmm. rather than like knowing when to do the fire it's like I had to just let it go and then it would arise and that letting go the feeling is and it's like kind of big, it's like, because it was really playing on my head, like, we're going to do this on the new moon and I haven't done the fight. And it's like, it's okay. And that that's how it, I relate to the words, mm. like, surrender. And, surrender. and then there's this, there can be like a sense of, like, fear of surrendering. Mm. Mm-hmm. And there's like this tension, isn't there? It's like it comes into the body or... <laughs> Somehow there's a question like, what if you surrender? Nothing's going to get done. If you do this, and how are you going to do this? And what are people going to think? You're just going to... All this blah, 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 blah comes up. And then it's like, and come back to the feeling. It's just a beautiful um, intention. Yeah, a beautiful intention for the year. So I'm just going to sit and reflect on that and just listen to... Yeah, listen to the fire and also 
what are we surrendering into the fire?
to what came what came up for you oh (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) oh goodness (laughs) you know you don't have to share i just thought i'd ask i'm I'm happy Uh, to share if you're not so that's okay sorry i shouldn't have put you on the spot no no i I, I'm, i'm more than happy to to put it out to spoken word because then that accountability yeah. I could hear it I could hear it so yeah, um, yeah I can I can go first or you can go whatever no, you feel is called okay. um, so first of all thank you for listening to the call <laughs> and just and just slowing us down for a minute and letting us just be in, in space in this time to be reflective uh, to be introspective um, so I don't know if you remember uh, I'm sure you remember last week whenever we were talking about how is this going to look and who are we going to invite and, and, and are we you know what, what what's you know who, who's going to be welcomed in the space and who mm-hmm. you know how do how do these these things work and um, I remember I mentioned a couple names and some and, uh, people who I really look up to in, in the community mm-hmm. and, and who I still very much look up to. And it was almost like my initial intuition was like, mm, no, Juan, this, this isn't the time for that. This isn't the time to extend that space yet for this person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I almost felt very egotistical for even for me to think that, like, well, why, why would I even have a resistance to this, you know? And I had my reservations. Um, and so New Year's Eve, the 31st, I had noticed that this person, um, was no longer following me. It was really weird, right? It's like we were on social media and, and, um, you know, because I constantly, you know, we support each other. And I noticed, I was like, wait a minute, why do I have to re- this person to be their friend. It just seemed really weird to me. So I was like, I, I always follow this person. I don't know why I'm not following them now. So I followed, right? Which is really bizarre because mm-hmm. I, it, I don't know what occurred. Um, and later that evening, uh, I responded, you know, just kind of a social media response to you know, their story. And um, I wasn't expecting the response I got back from them. Mm-hmm. And uh, the response was very hmm, even choosy on how I even respond to it. It's like, first of all, I know it's not about me. Yeah. I know it has nothing to do with me, and I know that it's just where they are in their in their walk. Um, and I can appreciate their their dropping into that in their place of time. But it was almost like the seasonal change of time right now is telling us that we are no longer as close as we mm. were. Yeah. And it was very clear as this person will no longer be supporting me closely, but they will still love and support from afar. And they use those words. I will always love you, but it, now it's from a distance. Um, and, um, our close familial connection is, uh, not in the, uh, the near opportunity or near future. Mm-hmm. As long as I am working in different capacities with different people, um, they will not be, we will not be as close as we were. 
-hmm. So that really hurt. Yeah. That hurt a lot. Um, but they are also hurt um, for their own reasons. Um, and I try to see perspective in that, and I can understand perspective. And um, But for me, when I was thinking of surrender, you know, it's like, and this is very much, I think, a, a generational, intergenerational trauma kind of thing that's played into my life is um, when you think about people-pleasing and putting others first and constantly minimizing your own gift and your own light just so other people can shine through. I've always done that. Mm. And, uh, and for a long time, I, I was programmed to believe that that is humility. And I do believe there is a hum humility in that sense to, to bow out, to be quiet when times, and I think there's a nice, there's a balance to it. Mm -hmm. uh, but for a long time, I was out of balance. I wasn't in equilibrium with that. I was definitely uh, disaligned. Mm -hmm. And um, last year, I started to really fall back into that alignment of, no, this is for me, and I'm mm -hmm. going to celebrate this. And I may get critics for it, and I may be, I may be criticized for it, and I will see critics from, you know, for whatever reason. Um, but that's okay, and it's not about me in terms of how they perceive this it's about the work and if the work is slowly moving people out of my life for whatever reason um, I have to surrender to that and it's very um, it's like grieving oh yeah that is the perfect word and I'm actually really emotional now talking yeah. about it because it's like it's the end of a cycle <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. I think it. And uh, part of me is like, okay, like, we'll, will we reconnect again? You know, I think about the beautiful and just abundant love that cultivated that relationship last year with this person. And really, honestly, I, I owe a lot of my growth to opportunity that they have extended to me and that they've opened space for me and um, and I'm super grateful for that and it's now it's just I'm in this level now where it's like I, I've outgrown that relationship I think and um, I can't be I can't allow the, the, the familial tie or this devotion to this this person to get in the way of my ministry or my gift because mm -hmm. the calling is bigger than this one specific relationship. Yeah. Because I do, I do believe in the grand scheme of things that this bigger picture of unit unification and of love and of abundance and of authenticity for my specific tribal community here, um, will bring this person back. Yeah. will eventually bring full circle and it's almost like you have to be the person to just take the blunt end of it like you know mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense it's just so I'm stepping into surrender with a grieving heart but with an open heart oh. that's what I that's yeah. what I left so thank you I wasn't expecting to get <laughs> to get so yeah, emotional really, but it was that's really beautiful that is really, really that is really beautiful but uh, it, there's so much change happening isn't there there's mm. so many changes of 
relationship and actually it's constant that's the one constant thing is change isn't it but when we I can really relate to to what you're saying and yeah thank you really thank you for sharing that because it's just kind of really like one of the things that came up for me was control Mm. to to surrender control and that's it it's like but it's around there's so much around relationships you know and like over a holiday period it was very much you know things have changed i've changed you know for me like with my children they've changed they're teenagers so it's 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 different it feels different you know it's really beautiful how they're growing but then there's a real sense of grief because that version of us doesn't exist at this moment in time so i can really relate to that that kind of theme of wow this is really and yeah it's actually it's been really hurting it really hurt i really feel this deep i feel it really in my chest in my heart you know and I've been just just like holding my heart mm-hmm. just holding it and it's like it's okay and just like you said there'll be like a new a new thing is being born and I know and for anyone who has teenagers <laughs> as well <laughs> like with anyone they come back later on and I think it's that I think it's it's being okay with changing changing relationships and knowing it's not the end it's like an evolution it is it's the end of a cycle that's very grief in its highest form isn't it it's the celebration of the end of a circle but like first of all it's like i think it's so human to first to grieve you know you can see it from two different perspectives like similar to like when my, when my um brother transitioned 2 years ago there's like a part of me which completely gets it yeah of course that was his time that is the great plan that is how it's supposed to be and then there's the other part which is the human part you know and we can easily like spiritually bypass our pain mm. It is so easy to do that. And it's like actually no, I need to fucking cry. <laughs> you know. Rather than going just sitting in the whole yeah this is like how it's supposed to be and it's the end of it. Yeah, I I get the yeah that's all true but we live in a paradox. You know, and it's that human part. It's you know and that needs to be it really does need to be expressed and to be felt and sometimes it feels like like I'm carrying like a really heavy sandbag in my heart you know as a heavy heart that feeling and then just applying this real dense like deep sense of just compassion just like it's okay I've got you you know just saying that to myself and I love you you know so i feel where the the energy of what you're feeling you know and it's universal isn't it yeah it's, it's 
it's, and I, it's that humanistic piece. It is. It's. It's allowing ourselves to physiologically experience what we're experience experiencing in those moments, and that spiritual bypassing. I mean, I, I think anyone who is in holistic healing or, or any type of just journey of just awakening or moving forward and coming further into themselves understands all of these kind of uh, oh well we just got to do this you just got to meditate more you just got to you know get outside and walk and and all of these things are absolutely incredible tools and resources that we integrate collectively but not, neither one has all the answers you know and i think for me understanding that it's nothing is more real than when you're sitting with yourself like in that moment when you feel so at a loss of, of words and you just you just sometimes want to scream sometimes you want to hit something sometimes I, I want to just just bawl my eyes out mm-hmm. um, and I think a lot of times it's it's we've been taught to be to, to be strong and to to not show these types of emotions in front of community because oh well they're hurting so if you show emotion then yeah, they're going to not all be as strong yeah yeah <laughs> that kind of like it's like but that's human that's like yeah. to be and I, human and i feel like that is the missing component in society is the humanistic component to see someone when other people get so uncomfortable to see someone break down in front of them, mm. because it's like, oh, I don't, I don't know what to do with you. I don't know how to respond to you. I don't know how to, to hold space for you. It's like there is no one size fits all to respond to that. It's just, just be there, you know. Mm. Um, just like you were there for me right now, just as I was just sharing what was on my heart, and as you were sharing what was on your heart, it's, um, it allows people to be authentic with themselves when they're able to really tap into what they're feeling. And um, I've, I've, I've become quite a professional weeper these last <laughs> couple years. <laughs> but that's really, uh, it's really beautiful to be able to express what you're feeling because it's like, like you said, we've, like, we've been taught in a way not to, not to mm-hmm. express that because for whatever reason whether it's it shows weakness or it's just bringing everybody down yeah it's burden you don't want to that's your problem that's meant to be a a personal issue and it's like but I don't I don't think we hold all the answers you know I think the collective is where we find that resource and where we can drop in to love and abundance and we share space with people who may understand us and maybe they don't but just just their presence allows us to be comforted.
so just allowing the sound to just invite you um, to know it's okay to surrender to that that deep inner wisdom it's a real deep wisdom that's kind of really wants to come through that knows when it's time to to move when it knows when it's time to be still to express yourself to really hold hold yourself in a sense of sacredness so just allowing the sound to to evoke that to ignite that within you
So the message that is really coming through is tend to your humanness. You are a human before you're a healer. And in fact, it's your humanness that creates the healer. I'm in a good space in terms of oh. closing the circle. Yeah. Oh, how about you? I feel I feel very complete. I'm, I'm, I'm complete. <laughs> <sighs> Thank you so much for being in circle with me and just being here so authentically. Yeah, this is a real. I can really feel how special this is. <sighs> It just feels really nourishing and we can close kind of circle in a minute but we'll leave the fire kind of going for people to offer anything else and any closing. Thank you, no, thank you. Oh, it's like big hug around the fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> big hug. <laughs> What we can, um, yeah, is there anything that you want to kind of just speak like into the circle before we close? I just, thank you with so much uh, gratitude and abundance. And, um, ishishmawu, mm. the heart is open. Ahan mishie, the heart is good. Um, and the perfect word is, and I didn't even introduce this, is uh, when we say hello in, in Kumiai, is hauka. And um, it literally means, may the fire burn bright in you. Oh, wow. Say that again. Say it again. Hauka. 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 Oh, beautiful. Gosh, I can really feel that. So, so thank you, Yehan, Mishie, with so much abundance. And may the fire burn bright in every one of us all of this quantum space so thank you so much gosh thank you thank you thank you thank you all the energy that came in 